This is Keeping It 101, a Killjoy's introduction to religion podcast. In 2022-2023, our work is made possible through a UVM REACH grant as well as a loose AAR Advancing Public Scholarship grant. We're grateful to live, teach, and record on the current ancestral and unceded lands of the Abenaki, Wabanaki, and Akosisko peoples. As always, you can find material ways to support Indigenous communities on our website. What's up, nerds? Hi, hello. I'm Megan Goodwin, a scholar of American religions, race, gender, and politics. Hi, hello. I'm Elise Morgenstein First, a historian of religion, Islam, race and racialization, and South Asia. On today, we're so glad you asked us about whether major Christian holidays are just pagan holidays in Jesus drag. That actually might be my paraphrase. I don't think you actually said that. I said that. You asked us about whether Christians appropriated existing festivals like the winter solstice or the vernal equinox to get folks to convert. And whether, say, the Easter bunny is proof that deep down this holiday really belongs to pagans in the upper or lowercase p. Why, I'm so glad you asked. This is not my thing, nerds. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're a trooper. I don't, I don't care for this. <laughs> but I will say... <laughs> question why are you laughing so hard (laughs) i do not care for this i find you amusing you're funny you're like a clown (laughs) oh Oh, i'm a sort of clown am i yeah r.i.p ray why 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 isn't this your sort of thing I mean, for lots of reasons, uh, starting with anti-Semitism, but ending with, listen, my kids hate the Easter Bunny. Like, like I don't know. I can't even keep my composure, guys. Like, legit, my eldest is obsessed with the Easter Bunny in a way that makes no sense whatsoever. (laughs) Like, I don't know where she's getting it from. But one day she, she comes home and she's like, okay. The Easter bunny is a bunny. And I was like, <laughs> yes. And she goes, and it holds a basket. And I was like, I guess so. And she's like, and it's filled with eggs. And I'm like, yup. And she's like, and the bunny laid the eggs. And I was like, sure. And she's like, and the eggs have food and prizes in them. And I was like, yes, not baby chickens. And she was like, <laughs> and this is because Jesus is dead or Jesus? And she goes, wait, she was like, is this the one where Jesus is dead or Jesus is alive? And I was like, a little bit like user's choice. Not, 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 not Schrodinger's Christ. No. <laughs> and, and like my son, who's four years younger, hears this story and is just like, you're both incredibly wrong. The Easter Bunny is about, it's about candy and presents. And you're terrible because we don't get any of those. <laughs> and I was like, I guess this is not the moment to make a Passover. We get really shitty crackers now <laughs> joke. But anyway, my kids are like obsessed with the Easter bunny. Like the Easter bunny comes up in dinner conversation. I want to say once every couple of weeks, like they are obsessed with this like mammal bird Jesus hybrid. Marsupial? (laughs) Unclear. They're like not sure what it is and they're suspicious of it and they they like want to know if it's related to Santa because that also doesn't make sense to them. So anyway, I I just don't care for the Easter Bunny. (sighs) But the nerds ask. So, all right, go ahead. Let's let's hit it.
Yeah. All right. All right. So let's let's keep this one short and sweet for a change. Uh, there's a popular notion that all the bunnies and eggs and treats that symbolize Easter in popular culture, which folks are usually using for shorthand to mean American pop culture, whether they realize it or not. They like the bunnies and the eggs and the candy and the whatever are actually evidence of Easter's uh, quote unquote pagan roots. I am uh, going to get you a, a little clip from an old classic Eddie Izzard uh, stand up piece. Wherein she explains that, uh, yeah, the chocolate is because of the wood of the cross, and that is what had happened. And then the, the whole punchline is really like, no, these are very clearly pagan holidays. So the pagan religion had very big festivals, remember, on Easter and Christmas. Christian religion came along, had very big festivals at Easter and Christmas. Jesus died on one and was born on the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Because <clears throat> Jesus, I do think, did exist, you know, and uh, he uh, was, uh, I think, a, a guy had interesting ideas in the Gandhi type era, in the um, uh, Nelson Mandela type era, you know, relaxed and groovy. And uh, <laughs> the Romans thought, relaxed and groovy? No, 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 no. Um, so they murdered him. And then kids eat chocolate eggs because the color of the chocolate and the color of the wood on the cross. <laughs> well, you tell me. Okay, well, we we love Eddie Izzard, obviously. She's our favorite. Yes, but she I, is. I hear you saying that mm-hmm. this humorous observation is maybe not 100% factual and that all comedians are not also historians like yours truly. Yeah, <laughs> Say it on so. Say it ain't so. How dare you besmirch the name of Eddie Izzard? <laughs> I am not misperching. I am nearly fact-checking, which you know as an historian is love. Yeah. Would, would that all comedians had your commitment to the facts, but alas, it is as always more complicated than that. With your permission, I shall give you the quick and dirty lowdown on our friend, the Easter Bunny. Go ahead. All right. Top three things to know about pagans and the Easter Bunny. Thing one. There's no such thing as the pagans. Pagan is Latin for country dweller. It's an old timey way of saying hicks, basically. <laughs> That's just true. So I, know. I don't know why it struck me as so funny. I knew that. <laughs> I don't like I'm seeing J.D. Vance like hanging out in Rome and being like these fucking let me tell you about anyway. So, yeah, uh, while there are any number of historical populations whose practices marked seasons, attended to nature and provided comfort and healing, a group called the pagans has never existed. Well, let me just tell you, as someone who once filed 501c3 paperwork to get a pagan community center started in Boston, that group still does not exist. You, you would never, but imagine me trying to get a group of folks who work with no fewer than like 10 different pantheons from all over the world to define pagan for tax purposes. Truly, just just picture it. Sounds like ridiculous. Sounds like an improv setup that will never work. Well, here, here I'll give you one more. Yes, and one of them identified as a werewolf. <laughs> You would have burned the entire tea shop to the ground, truly. I I mean, let's be real. There are points in your life that I should never have been present for, and it Mm -hmm. is good that Mm -hmm. I was not. Yeah, no. (laughs) Showed up just on time. These are not my people. No, no, no. (laughs) But I I love you just the way you are, but also thank you for never inviting me to the places where I should never be. Thank you for knowing where I belong. Mm -hmm. And it's not Pagan Pride Day. (laughs) 100% not. 
but I'm totally taking your eldest when she's old enough and just saying, anyway, fair enough. Also, just to, to complicate the the pagans are not a thing. Uh, British historian Ronald Hutton specifically says that, quote, there is no known Northern European pagan festival in March. There seems to have been a festival gap between early February and late April, which would suit farming rhythms. So if we're assuming that even a bunch of different kinds of pagans are, are out and existing, which, yeah, sure, they are. Uh, they're very much agricultural. And so their festivals are going to you know, mirror agricultural farming rhythms. Uh, I honestly really like Ronald Hutton. He's kind of a like professional paganism killjoy. Um, but so, yeah, no, no, the pagans and no Vernal Equinox pagan festival for Christians to gank. But uh, hey, guess what? What? Bunny butt. <laughs> the God, Megan. I'm sorry. I'm not even sorry. I'm not actually even sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. Uh, but, and it's a cottontail. Thing two, Easter's actually way more about Pesach than anything else. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I, <laughs> I knew know. it was secretly about the Jews. Whenever we're talking about mystical bunnies with eggs, it was secretly about the Jews. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. Basically, I mean, I'm, I'm bracing myself for deep anti-Semitism. So hit me with it. I'm just doing a, a quick drive-by on a deep anti-Semitism. Yeah. Uh, but the timing of Easter is most likely an attempt to do some good old-fashioned Christian supremacy by presenting Easter as the true holiday of that season, not Pesach. And you can thank the Council of Nicaea, CE325, for that one. No, thanks. I, I will not be thanking them. Yeah, no, no. Once again, the answer is anti-Semitism, at least in part. Fucking knew it. Of course you did. Knew it. Very smart. You're very smart. And also, you know, all of history. Yeah, I'm, I'm just good at inference. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's probably an anti-Semitism in there. Okay, check. Which brings us to thing three. What the fuck is up with that freaking bunny, man? <laughs> Honestly, that's what I'm asking. That's what our nerds are asking. What what is up with the bunny? Oh man, I am truly, truly so glad you asked. All right, so A of all, the bunny is relatively new. So there is a Western Germanic goddess named Easter, E-O-S-T-R-E, and we get evidence of her in Bede's The Reckoning of Time, which is from the 8th century CE, but he just includes her to reassure readers that Anglo-Saxons were like way over her. Like she used to be a thing, but whatever. I don't know her. I love that we're like dissing a goddess in writing. Great. I love right. That's a love super, it. super good practice. <laughs> well, he is venerable after all. So Easter does get associated with hares, which are like bunnies, but bigger. Uh, but the history is a little murky. And some folks argue that Bede actually made Easter up. Um, the history of an Easter bunny is even murkier. There's some noise about like Easter and also Freya, who's a Norse goddess uh, who does a lot of things, but fertility is in there. So Easter and Freya and fertility and hares in German folklore, but an actual Easter bunny might to probably uh, be not much older than your favorite century, Elise Morgenstein first, the 19th century, and probably actually dates to the early 20th century. Checks out. Everything cool happened then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with Ted. <laughs> I love it. We do have evidence of an Easter fox, an Easter fox, fox, right, G- German, possibly related to the Finks fox, <laughs> is the Pentecost fox, uh, which honestly sounds cute as hell. This um, actually might be where the eggs come in. Uh, folks Wait, I'm in- sorry, say that again. The foxes are where the eggs come in? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, no, it's not a bunny. It's a fox. Get your shit together. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, folks in southern Lower Saxony and northern Westphalia, so these are parts of are now Germany, used to walk around with a fox on Pentecost, which is 50 days after Easter. 
uh, and asking for donations. It was like, I don't know, like Easter wassling, I guess. And it was too early for fruits or flowers. So folks apparently gave them eggs. Can I ask a question? Is it 50 days after Christmas or 50 days after Easter? 50. I thought it was 50 days after Easter, but clearly I haven't been to church in a while. I was just, I was just asking. No, it's 50 days after Easter because Jesus comes back and there's a whole thing. And why am I, I'm only asking because if it's about Easter, why would it be 50 days after Easter? Right? It is 50th day after Easter Sunday. Okay. Because that's when the Holy Spirit comes back and there's a whole thing. Listen, I don't know shit. I just really thought we were trying to figure out where Easter came from and it didn't make sense to me. And Easter seemed like it would be 50 days after Christmas. Keep going. I'm sorry. Easter's just after the vernal equinox. But, that's, but it's actually about anti-Semitism. <clears throat> right. So Pentecost happening 50 days after Easter. Folks would walk around on Pentecost asking for donations. People gave them eggs because that's what they had. And then the roots of that practice, the 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 Pentecost fox or things, fox, sorry, I don't know, uh, maybe possibly has something to do with Thor, who has a red beer like a fox. Uh, I don't know. Eggs are delicious. Give them to me. The end. This is so confusing. You said you had a third, a third thing. Yeah, yeah. I do. About the bunny. And mm-hmm. so far, we are nowhere near an Easter bunny, but keep going. We did. There's a bunny in the 20th century. Uh, there's an, It's not actually a bunny. And then also, it's not actually a bunny for everybody now either. Uh, I've got a link in the show notes, but David Sedaris has a hilarious, if like low-key Islamophobic bit about trying to explain to his French class that no, he's not using the wrong word. A bunny does actually bring the chocolate on Easter in America, which is how I learned. And I guess he learned that in France, it's a bell that flies in from Rome who also brings chocolate for some reason. So a non-sentient Roman bell brings chocolate to French children for Easter. Correct. Can I ask a question? Sure. This is a, this is a legit question. Okay. Direct all hate mail to Megan, everybody. <laughs> yeah, this is fair. This one's my fault. Can Goyim just not give their kids candy? Like what? Apparently not. Is no. the rigmarole around things that deliver candy? Like <laughs> you for meals, like just give first. your kids candy. Can you not just love your kids out loud? Just give your fucking kids candy. No, too white to love your kids out loud. There has to be a bunny doing it. I'm fucking harmed. I'm like harmed. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, girl. But Celia's right to be suspicious. Your your eldest child is right to be suspicious of the Easter Bunny. There's All a right, lot. Let me wrap this up because I'm like I'm like disturbed. <laughs> this was this was disturbing to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. So it sounds like there's no such. We can't have stolen or appropriated pagan holidays, and by we I mean Christianity. Yeah, because there's no such thing as the pagans' trademark. Right. Point number two that you made is that. All of this is sort of anti-Semitic because it's really about making Easter as important and therefore more important uh, than Passover. The bunny is new in the historical framework. Uh, And I think I learned that everyone needs therapy. Just give your kids candy. If you want to, you don't, you don't need a f- like far-fetched animal to lay eggs inexplicably that is filled with candy. Just tell your kids you love them and give them a Hershey bar for fuck's sake. Holy shit. My kids are getting so much ice cream when they come home. <laughs> I actually like this, like specifically in a Judaism frame, right? Because like you do need a holiday to explain to your kids why would you would give them tasteless, flat, terrible crackers for a week. 
but uh, you just have candy because I love you. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like genuinely <laughs> disturbed. I'm, I'm like, you can't tell nerd, but I'm like really sweaty and hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't figure out why we've made up this like surveillance king for one holiday who like will get you if you're good, but will <laughs> punish you if you're bad. Santa and then like a, a mammal oh, that no. lays eggs to give you candy. <laughs> Like, just give your kids candy. <laughs> just mm-hmm. holy shit. Give them presents without threatening surveillance their whole life and give them candy without sending them into the woods. Look for mythical eggs. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So it really should be a platypus, right? Because that's the mammal that lays eggs. It just in it's fairness, a- now that I'm thinking about it, we did have to win chocolate in a gambling mm-hmm. game for Hanukkah. So we're not we're not great. But <laughs> you had just to, you had to search a fake leg to get that. No, that's money. That's that's oh, the okay. Huffy right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hanukkah sorry. guilt you won through an elaborate game of betting. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's let's keep tracking. Uh so final thoughts. <clears throat> <laughs> See, we could do a cute non-depressing episode. I'm proud of us. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Seriously, final thoughts. <clears throat> fellow witchy folks i totally get the impulse to be like oh my god this was ours first or I, i'm talking to witches so like oh my gods and goddesses this was ours first western european christians love to steal stuff but check out the british museum just for starters uh so this sounds very plausible right but like it's also bad history uh and white western christian imperialism gives us more than enough facts and violences to be mad about so like let's leave easter and its various animals out of it also uh something being new isn't necessarily bad if for you interacting with the goddess easter is about or freya for that matter is about bunnies and hares that's cool that's fine whatever cynthia eller points out in the myth of matriarchal prehistory that we don't need an invented past to create a witchier and more just future so i'd like to issue an apology (laughs) (laughs) i'm so happy i should write about nonsense more often this episode broke me I'd like to issue. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Don't pack up your stuff. <laughs> I don't know who you wanted to apologize to. Or for all the Goyam parents that I accused of not loving their children. But also get therapy. Anyway. Don't pack up your stuff yet, nerds. It's time for homework. Homework? What homework? Yeah, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna do this one because you're in no shape, frankly. I can't do it. I'm muting my microphone for a sec. <laughs> All right. I already mentioned the work of uh, Professor Ronald Hutton. He has a chapter on the origins of Easter uh, that I will link you to. Adrian Bott has done a lot of work online around uh, deconstructing the modern myth of the Easter Bunny. So his piece on The Guardian is still available and very readable. He also has it in thread form, which you know I love. And he did an interview for Patheos about the Easter fox, which I am very fond of as well. I mentioned the David Sedaris piece. It is called Jesus Shaves. It's from NPR's This American Life. And I've got a clip for you there, too. And then Andrew Mark Henry has a religion for breakfast, uh, not on Easter, but on uh, pagan and Christian holidays and where they do and don't overlap, specifically about Saturnalia. So we've got a clip for that as well. Awesome. Shout out to Evie Wolf, Rachel Zeef, and Juliana Finch, the KI101 team whose work makes this pod accessible and therefore awesome, listenable, social media-able, among many other things for which we are grateful. We sure are. You can find Megan, that's me, on Twitter at MPGPHD, and Elise at P-R-O-F-I-R-M-F, or the show at Keeping It underscore 101. Find the website at keepingit101.com. Find us on Insta if you want to. And now, 
We are on the TikTok. Drop us a rating or review in your podcatcher of choice. And with that, peace out, nerds. Do your homework. It's on the syllabus. I'm, I'm literally crying. Kidding, Easter Bunny did this? All I said was Easter Bunny at the Menlo Park Mall was more convincing. He just jumped the railing and knocked me down. He's dead. I'll let it go. He's under a lot of pressure. What the hell happened to him? The guy in Easter Bunny suit kicked his ass. I had it coming. 